Welcome to another edition of Let Me Tell You Something during its year-long Meltzer five-star project experience as myself, Lorcan Mullen, and my co-host, Simon Cross, watch every match that we can get our hands on that Dave Meltzer has rated five stars or higher in his Wrestling Observer newsletter. And it's just started chucking it down, so I'm going to close my window for a second. So whilst we're doing that, Simon, why don't you introduce the match that we're doing here? Do a bit of that co-hosting for once. Uh, yes, we are looking at an outing between Mitsuhara Misawa and Yun Akiyama against Dr. Death, Steve Williams, and Mr. People Power himself, John Laurinaitis! Uh, and this is, uh, yeah, it's a tag team title match. Um, obviously, they've just recently ha- like got the belts. This is really... Uh, it's the guys in again. It's just the big dudes. We've seen them individually against Kabashi most recently uh, in the five-star list. And we're just going to see what these big, burly American men can bring to the table. It's funny. We've had this sequence, haven't we? We had it with Kabashi and uh, Masawa against Kawada and Tawe. And then it was immediately followed up with them defending against Williams and Ace. So they're like the guys in number one contenders at this point is like the next level um, yeah I guess maybe they're like perceived as the number three team yes. for Japan at the time so it's it's a very and again it seems to follow that same pattern that it goes down a more conventional more explicitly heelish um, Williams and Ace and they're more aggressive and they very much Dominate proceedings. Yes, and they're very. The way that Akiyama's treated in this match seems a lot more along the lines of him being the. um, Not overwhelmed, but slightly less prepared of the two. And it seems like they want to. They want to beat up. Beat him up in the opening passage. Yeah. Akiyama and Masawa are trying to basically tell them through way of wrestling. No. You've got to make this guy look good or something like that. Because, yeah. Like, there's a bit where they try to do, like, a double team sequence. And that's also one thing that's noticeable. There's more double team tag team moves by Quite Williams a good flute, and Ace. Yeah. I think maybe because of Ace's experiences as a, a dynamic dude. <laughs> where in America you are sort of looked upon to do some sequences and work together as a team. Yeah. Um, and Dr. Death, Steve Williams, obviously had done his Miracle Violence Connection team with Terry Gordy, and I think have been involved in other tag teams before then as well. Well, the Varsity Club as well. Whereas in Japan, like, outside of their their finishing move, the like, Kawada and Tawe with the Don Don backdrop, yeah. it's pretty much just both guys using their single finisher moves and helping that their partner will help them. Or they might do a combination where... Masawa hits an elbow that goes into a German suplex, but you get where I'm coming from. It's yeah. not they're they're not teams; they're a collection of two wrestlers. Yeah, you know, they're, they're an alliance. They're not wearing matching trunks or matching yeah. tights. Although I think 
Williams and Ace might in this. I think they both have black. Or does Williams have red trunks? Uh, no, one of them. Williams is wearing red trunks. Okay, but you get where I'm coming from, and that's one thing I do like actually in all Japan as well. Uh, I, I, maybe I get bored with it after a while, but there's the consistent, simplistic color schemes. Yeah, the Masawa is green and silver. Kawada is yellow and black. Tawe is red. Akiyama is blue. Um, Kabashi was Kibashi orange. Is orange. Um, I, yeah, I've, I've always uh, and before then, Saruta was black. Um, mm. Baba was always red. It's a, it's a. To go back to your point of how um, Aki, um, Akiyama is treated in this match, I do think it goes to despite Tawe's height and Kawada's like thickness. Uh, these two guys they're going against Williams and Ace are bigger yeah. you know what I mean very wide yeah Williams and uh, very, Ace has got the height and, as well Ace is about six foot five I think yeah so they do have that bullying big heel team mm. um and Steve Williams also uh, blocks a tiger suplex from Masawa and hits his own and tiger. Ah, that another nasty. head drop yes ah oh, yeah no I, I winced I winced a, a uh, quite severely at that. It's, yeah. it's got to be... I just, uh. it, especially when it comes early on and it feels like it's not the finishing blow or anything. That's what yeah. worries you, that it just then becomes treated as not even that significant when it looks like it should be. Yeah, it's just... I don't, well, as I, say, I don't think it was an intentional head drop. I think that's just well, a myth. No, I think these things are intentional at this point because they do it, they, they like to do it now. Yeah. It seems like it feels like it needs to be done in these matches. I, um, I guess I'm trying to apply my own hope yeah. to, to the situation there. One thing that was noted, we realised after the fact when we found this link and we were watching this video is that it is a slightly abbreviated version. There are two clips in the match, mm. but it seems like both clips are essentially just getting rid of the period where... Williams and Ace were working over one of the opponents. I think it was yeah. Masawa in I think it was Masawa in the first one and uh Akiyama in the second. Yeah, and, we don't seem to have missed a lot. I wonder if that's just because it's not very exciting what they're doing. That it's just very basic yeah. heel work. But it, it's funny that that's that's like the body of a match in an in an American version of a tag team match, the the Ricky Morton in peril situation. Yeah. Whereas with the the that's seen as the um, the extra fat that can be cut from the broadcast version. Do we know if Meltzer saw this live or if, if Meltzer uh, saw this as a? I have no idea one way or the other. Uh, yeah. I, I can try and look it up, but I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's not one because obviously we have mentioned uh, obviously the time we saw him in the crowd and stuff like that. It, it's not. I don't think it's mentioned as one he saw live. So I'm assuming it isn't. Yeah. I'm wondering if obviously because what we missed out on. Um, but yeah, like you say, they're working as a power team, really. Ace yes. And, uh, Williams, although I don't think Ace has necessarily that much strength. He likes to do some top rope moves, and uh, mm. he tries to do a top rope move to Masao, but Masao just starts rolling away. And Akiyama's like, bloody hell, come uh, Ace is like, bloody hell, come back here, you. Yeah. Um, but Steve Williams is very, it's very clear that Steve Williams is the powerful man and he uses that powerful, like, he does a press slam on Akiyama and drops him neck first. Just on flings him onto the ropes. Yeah. Which then leads to another clip where they're working over Akiyama. And like I said, Williams and Ace do, like, team sequences, so they are more like a, like a team, I guess. Yeah. It's um, you see a bit more of the protective side of Misawa in this match as well. Um, 
Oh, there's one bit uh, late on where um, Akiyama's been like laid out in the ring. Masaru recovers and uses his recovery time to uh, roll Akiyama out of the ring, out of harm's way. I think it's after he takes a really big move. I can't remember which one it is off the top of my head. Uh, da, 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 um, uh, yeah, he's been hit with a back suplex by Williams. Ace has come in just hit an elbow drop on him. And then Masawa just runs in, absolutely obliterates yeah. him with the forearm. Just and just rolls Akiyama to save, uh, yeah, to save. Which was what Tawe tried to do with uh, Kawada in the previous match. And Masawa was having none of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and Masawa does these... What Masawa's great at is just very sudden, impactful, making a difference as quickly as possible. Yes. Like he hits... Uh, in this one, he hits a Pescado on... Um, Ace, I think, and then immediately follows it up. Oh yeah, he hits a springboard plancher to Ace, and then immediately follows up with a tope to Steve Williams right afterwards. Yeah, he doesn't waste motion. I think he's just fluid. Yeah, he's efficient. Uh, yeah, Steve Williams dodges a Misawa attack, though, after Ace... The one thing Ace does is Ace kicks out of a fair few big moves. Yeah. Like, he gets hit with a Tiger Driver and he kicks out of it. And then uh, Steve Williams dodges a Masawa attack and hits a Doctor Bomb with another, uh, with a, you know his gut wrench power bomb. And Akiyama, uh, you got in... a... sorry, go on. Uh, you got to love the Doctor Bomb as a move, by the way. He just yeah. yeets him yeah. clean across the ring. Yeah, there seems to be a lot of a uh, like dead weight muscle. It seems like a great way to dead weight a person. Actually, Jeff Cobb loves to do it that way, mm. and Matt Riddle does the gut wrench a lot now as well. And it was a Jack Swagger's finisher for the longest time as well. Yeah. Gut wrench powerbomb. I think Cesaro does a um, yes. deadlift as well. And yeah, it seems very popular for the deadlifting. That's true. Um, very popular. But all of those men are just pure horses. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, Akiyama has to tag himself in and he gets overwhelmed. So, like I said, they play up more of the inexperienced status of Akiyama in this match, I feel, mm. than the other one. I guess maybe because of the bullying nature of... But then again, like we were saying in the previous match when Akiyama and... Uh, where, where Tawe and Kawada just start slapping him. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe it's just because it's the... Maybe you're looking at it as well from the foreign menace perspective as yeah, well. Yeah, and, and again, it, uh, there is that, like, bully... The bullying element. One of the bits towards the end is um, when Ace, I think, has hit him with the Ace Crusher. Mm. And then he's just start screaming at Akiyama to get... Yeah. Why? I was like, pin him, you dumb fuck. <laughs> No wonder you hired the wrong one-legged wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> but before then, did you notice they did the Doomsday device? Yes. Although Johnny Ace did not copy his brother's uh, role, he did the Hawk clothes. Yeah. Well, yeah. You look at the you look at the base though of Doctor Steve Williams. He he's the animal out of those two. Mm. Just just look at the thickness. Yeah. But yeah, again, just before that as well, Masara again using strategy and like being the leader and the captain of the team. He like rolls. Akiyama to the outside of the ring at one point so that he can't yeah. be pinned. And that's when they hit the Doomsday device to Masawa and so Steve Williams is able to get Akiyama back into the ring because Akiyama never tagged out and I thought that was good consistency. Yeah. So I was like, Masawa, they're hitting him with that move but they can't pin him and they know that and they bring him in but Ace gets a, you know, doesn't quite get the finisher and then he hits the Ace Crusher and then there's a power bomb that gets a long two count and Steve Williams hits a release German suplex, which leads to another head drop. Mm. Um, it is Williams, like that's the um, the guy doing it. I know, obviously, the recipients can't agree to do it, but you know what I mean. Mm. 
But yeah, it, uh, then there's an attempt at a Don Don backdrop suplex by Ace and Williams. Bit of cheeky move from there, which Masawa stops, and then they hit a combination elbow, rolling elbow German suplex. Uh, Johnny Ace hits an exploder on eight. Uh, J- Junakiyama hits an exploder. See, I've got two JAs. I realised half I got <laughs> I had to use uh, you know uh, initials, but then I had to just write as Ace. Um, but Ace is so beaten up that he collapses from a wh- uh, from a, a whip into the corner. Yeah, that old chestnut. And uh, so Akiyama follows through with a high knee and nor- his Northern Light suplex again. Um, yeah. He, um... I, like, I do like at the end that um, the way like Masawa just makes sure the path is clear is he just goes to the outside of the ring. Uh, it has that sort of stare down with Williams. Williams misses the lariat. And then um, he just absolutely gets tiger bombed onto yeah. the outside. Johnny Ace takes a lot of punishments in the finishing straight of this. He like takes a yeah. tiger driver. Uh, he takes a release tiger suplex. Uh, from Masawa that doesn't get three, he kicks out of that. Then he rolls through an ex- exploder suplex, uh, but then Johnny Akiyama hits a drop kick and then hits an exploder suplex and he kicks out of that. Masawa uh, drop kicks Steve Williams to get him out of because uh, uh, he blo- he'd saved one pinfall attempt before, and then they hit their expl- the exploder on Johnny Ace. It takes like two or three exploders and, and tiger suplex and everything to keep. Johnny Ace down, <laughs> but Johnny Ace is finally pinned for three, and it's sort of like it's the initiation of a new team. It seems it's yeah. like how very often it seems like the IWGB Heavyweight Champion at some point or another has to f- defend against Ishii. Um, you've got to or, or Hiroki Goto for the longest time. If you want to be All Japan Tag Champs, you've got to defend against Steve Williams and Johnny Ace at some yeah. points. Yeah, you've got to beat some gaijin up. <laughs> yeah. And that was the match. It was a good match, but again, I just they're a step below to me. Um, that's just personal opinion. But um, I, I think Williams is fantastic, but Johnny Ace, I just it always feels like an imitation to me personally. Mm. But maybe I'm being too harsh there. I I re- I I really liked it. I I seem to have a thing for uh, big, thick teams, and the, I like I seem to like the contrast of well, styles. Well, I've seen your internet history. Well, <laughs> well you know, I I obviously spoke highly of that uh, Canam Express match. Yeah. Um, no, I know where you're going from, but I yeah. wouldn't put this anywhere near. Like that's that's a match where you've got the inexperienced face and the more experienced guy, the big brother figure. Yeah. Like, but to me, that's the perfect example of that. Yeah. So because of that, I'm not giving this match five stars. But Simon, where do you stand? Uh, I am going to give this five. Even stars. Even though it's a clipped one, so you didn't really see the full version. Yeah, I mean, I I went on the present visa. Maybe I just missed an ad break. What um, if it had been a three minute chin lock, though, Simon? This is it. I can only judge on what there is, but I can also only go off the feeling that I felt, you know. And on the other clips we have, we have missed like large chunks of match. Mm. And it's felt like we've missed large chunks of match. This didn't feel like that. Um, I think we missed about six minutes. Yeah. Of a of a thirty minute match. Mm. But as I was, it's one of those things. I, I go with my. I, I'm I'm going with my initial gut feeling. I can't. You can't second guess this stuff. Um, it should be noted that I think they had a rematch soon after this that Ace and Williams did win. And so Johnny Ace did become a tag team champion with Steve Williams in '96. Um, they dethroned 
Akiyama Misawa. So that is was this the la- this is is this the last time we see Williams as well as the last it time. It is, it is, because soon after that they lose the tag belts. And I don't know if Williams gets injured or I think he might have got suspended for something or whatever, but he ended up going to the WWE for a while. <laughs> and we all and know what, what happened there. But that was what led to Johnny Ace getting hired by All Japan. Uh, who would then go... Uh, sorry, uh, Bart Gunn getting hired by All Japan. And in 1999, Bart Gunn and Johnny Ace win the tag team titles. It's funny what goes round, isn't it? Yeah. But Johnny Ace soon after that actually forms an alliance with Ken Takabashi. So, oh, okay. Yeah. An interesting pairing. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I don't have much left to say. I'm surprised you're giving it five stars. You sure you're going to stick with that? I am, yes. There seems to be a lot of much better matches that you didn't give five stars to. As we say, this is a subjective thing. So. Yeah. Well, I want to switch your subjects. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I don't dig you out for your opinion, do I? Well, I will say this, Simon. I'm not sure if Johnny Ace brags to Daniel Bryan and John Cena that he got five stars from Meltzer, but knowing that he got five stars from Simon Cross, that might put him over the edge. That there. will bring it'll bring up at some. What I'm doing is ruined um, the Bella family Christmas dinner. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, you've ruined so many before, then. <laughs> Might as well have one where you're indirectly responsible. But Let's anyway. See. It's like that Simpsons quote. Let's see, this would be three Christmases I've saved, two I've ruined, <laughs> uh, three were kind of a draw. <laughs> <laughs> if people want to get in touch with you to talk about your tally of wins and losses in the Christmas dinner table stakes, how can they do so? Simon, how can people get in touch Sorry, with you? Sorry, let's get there. Uh, People get in touch with me on Twitter where I'm so known as Simon Cross Free. Free for the amount of times I worried about the safety of the competitor during this match through the head drops. That's very good. My name's Lorcan Mullen. That's L-O-R-C-A-N-M-U-L-L-A for Ace, N for Noel. That's my email address if you put in at gmail.com at the end of that. But if you don't have gmail.com and just search on Instagram, Letterboxd, Facebook, Twitter, you should be able to find me somewhere around those places. Give me a follow and give me a talk, chat, uh, an email. Or if you don't want to talk to us individually, you'd rather talk to the collective, then that's lmtyspod at gmail.com. Our next match is our one and only foray into the promotion Michinoku Pro Wrestling that was one of the talk of the late 90s, mid 90s junior heavyweight Japanese scene. And it is our only 10-man tag that's not within the confines of a War Games cage, I believe. As the team of Tiger Mask 4, Gran Hamada, Gran Naniwa, Masato Yakushiji, and Super Delphin face off against the Kayantai Deluxe Quintet of Takamichinoku. Dick Togo, <laughs> Men's Teo, Shiryu, aka when he took off the mask, Kaz Hayashi, and that's right, SmackDown's number one announcer, Shofunaki. Oh, that I, is what we have to look forward to next, Simon. I just love the fact I'm getting to see a, 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 fun, a Funaki in this list. It's amazing. <laughs> You'll see Funaki, and yet you won't see Daniel Bryan. I wonder if Funaki ever brought that up during a a coach trip. 
Funaki just seems like one of those guys who's really smiley, but is also legitimately hard and would kill you. Yeah, yeah. The little guy's doing nothing. You know when he does something, he's going to be cool. <laughs> just close the door. Hiya! Oh! <laughs> but anyway, until that happens, my name's Lorcan Mullen. My name's Simon Cross. Thank you for letting us tell you something. Have a five-star time. Until the next time. Late at night, I'm walking home In the darkness on my own Breeze is moving through the branches Beside the castle in the field The stars are over, climbing over I will be part of you The stars are over Climb over I will be part of you Sense of summer